I received a really good question from a coach uh, just this last week. And um, simple question, but as is often the case, the answer, I think, is fairly profound if you're thinking about it in the right terms. So the question was, is uh, so this is a, a newer coach. Uh, I actually know this guy personally. He's a really good player, um, but hasn't been coaching for a long time. So I think this is, he's coached for, I think this will be his second year, but um, first year as a head coach. So he asked me, he says, you know, I have, I have pucks, I have cones, um, I have a, a whiteboard to use on the ice. What other coaching materials should I be looking to invest in? Now, I think his question, I think his intent was, you know, more along the lines of, you know, like any additional training aids or, you know, stuff that he could use on the ice um, during practices. And I think that's great. But what my answer to him was is before you go load, I mean, cones and pucks and a whiteboard, really, that's really, you know, that's really what you need on the ice. You can do, you can add additional training aids and all kinds of stuff like that to make it more creative. And that's fine. But you can definitely run everything you need to run with, uh, you know, with, with pox cones and a whiteboard, really. Um, what I recommend is if, you're, if you've got the budget to invest in coaching, in your coaching materials, or in, I would say invest it, A, in your coaching education, B, invest it in video, video capabilities. I think that that's those two areas are going to be, get you the most bang for your buck as far as, um, coaching and getting players to function at a high level of play. Assume you've got those basics, you know, the, the pucks, cones, pylons, uh, whiteboard, assuming those are in order because you do need those to run a practice. I think the best money you'll spend is in your own coaching education and in the, the ability or capabilities to do video with your team. So A, know what you need to teach them, be able to recognize and, uh, and teach them that. And then B, use video to get them to do it. And uh, if you, I mean, videos, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know I'm a huge proponent of video, even at the youngest ages. Um, I've been coaching the U8s for the last couple of years, which means I've had some of these kids since they were six, um, some since they were five. And even the five and six-year-olds are capable of watching, understanding, and implementing concepts based on video. If you do it right, keep it short, keep it to their level. Um, video nowadays is cheap and easy. Uh, you know, at, at least one person on your, on your team will have a good cell phone or an iPad or something. I'll tell you that the video quality on an iPhone, on the more recent iPhones, is easily good enough to get the job done. So the, I guess, workflow, you could call it, that I use with this is uh, we've got one parent on the team that videos. Um, it was, it's actually been the same mom the last couple of years. She does an awesome job. Um, videos, and then we, we have a shared folder on Google Drive. So after the game's done, she uploads all the clips up onto Google Drive. I have some software on my computer that merges those clips together so that I'm not going through 30 or 40 or 50 different clips, um, two minute clips. Cause right now my age group's still doing the, you know, the buzzer every two minutes. Um, but even at any age group, I mean, you're not going to want to film between whistles, right? So I've got a software that'll merge it together and that software is cheap. Um, and then after that I run through it, you know, I run through the game film 
run through it using VLC Media Player. That's the one I recommend because it's cheap. Or it's free. <laughs> Better than cheap, it's free. Um, and you can run through it at uh, you know two or three or four times the speed. So for the little kids, they're not skating all that fast anyways. I usually run through the games at two or three times speed. So I can get through a whole game, a whole series of games in, uh, you know, maybe 20 or 30 minutes. And uh, it also allows for bookmarking. So you can bookmark the spots you want to come back to. So I'll run through the whole game, bookmark the spots I want to talk about. And then I come back and with a screen recording software, um, go through and analyze each of those clips. So again, with VLC, you can speed it up or slow it down. You can run it in slow motion. It's really easy to do that and talk about the points in the game that went right and the points that went wrong and show the players what happens, um, you know, the results of, of both ways. Show the players what happens when they do it right and how it leads to scoring opportunities or goals. Show them what happens when they do it wrong and it leads to, uh, you know, to goals against or, or to the other team having chances that they shouldn't have had. Um, that's the workflow with the video. We got, actually go through it in a lot of detail. Um, in Hockey Development Magazine, the first three issues. So you're going to have to go back into the archives. Issue one, issue two, and issue three go into detail on how to use video in three different ways. Um, the first one is, uh, I can't remember what order they go in. I'm actually driving right now, so I won't be able to look it up. But um, it goes through the three different ways of using video. Digital Chalk Talks, okay, that's using like a, a virtual whiteboard. Um, play Dissections and Skill Analysis, okay? With that video capability, you will be able to take your kids to the next level, no doubt. Assuming you know what you're doing, assuming you're teaching them the proper proper tactics, proper skills, and everything else, video is a huge tool that lets you do more with less. You don't have to be on the ice to be learning the game. Uh, it makes you use your on-ice time more efficiently. So usually what I'll do is after I go through and make the uh, game dissections, uh, I upload that to YouTube, make it private, send the links out to my teams or to my players, and uh, I sent it to the parents and I asked them to have the kids watch it before coming to practice on the next practice. And then obviously um, what we work on in practice is the stuff that we talked about in the video. So the kids watch the video, it's already fresh in their mind, they come to practice expecting to work on the concepts that they had just learned about in the video. They hit the ice and then apply it in the next week's games and uh, man, it works, works really, really well. So that would be my biggest recommendation on that question. It's a great question, but uh, like I said, it goes a little bit deeper. But the two biggest things you can invest in, in my opinion, are your coaching education and your video capabilities. Video is cheap and it's easy to do. It doesn't have to take a ton of time or effort or money. And you can really boost your players to the next level in an effective, time-efficient way. So that's my two cents worth. Hopefully it helps. And uh, if you want more information on video work and actually have video walkthroughs on how to actually make this all happen, um, again, check out the first three issues of Hockey Development Magazine. That's uh, on, available on iOS. So that's iPhone or iPad, as well as Android devices. So just go to your app store and search it out. Hockey Development Magazine. Pick up the first three issues and you've got a full-blown training course on how to use video with your team. Take care and we'll talk again soon.